0: Okay, greetings, greetings, Imani's in the building, and I've got a special guest with me today. Jessica, are you there? I'm here. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And I'm so happy to, and honoured to have you on the show. Um, I've been playing your music for the last few weeks and really been looking forward to speaking to you. Um, Jessica, Is it? can you just give a, a short message or short intro about yourself what you've been doing who you are well
1: sure um i'm a singer a songwriter um engineer and producer um so that that's a lot of uh music in in one uh, breath i would say <laughs> but i do some of all of that um i've toured with a number of artists and i've released a lot of music um on my own as well as written many songs for others and um There's a lot of music out there that people are now having an opportunity to have a listen to. Um, And I'm glad to be here to talk with you more about uh, the music that I've created for myself and for others, um, my travels and
0: and what's next for me. Thank you for that. And, you know, I understand that you have been playing the saxophone since you were eight years old. Um, You know, tell us about that because you, you play instruments as well as, you know, singing as well.
1: Yes, I um I was very excited um to choose an instrument for a band when I knew it was an opportunity. Um you know funny enough my mother really wanted me to play the flute. She almost begged me, please, please, please play the flute. And and for whatever reason I was just like, you know, I don't I don't know if that's big enough. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if that's really going to be the the sound that I want to really learn um, you know and after you know uh, some arm twisting and getting my dad involved too um, they they granted my wish and I was able to start playing then um, and I started on the alto saxophone and then in a few months um, I moved to tenor and I really don't know other than one of my friends um, who was smaller than me played the bigger instrument and I kind of feel like there was a part of me that was like well if she can play that I can play that too <laughs> oh wow so I moved to the tenor saxophone um and then I played it um yeah I've, I've played it since I was a kid um I started off doing jazz studies um and I, I learned that way first. And then as I um, kind of progressed in school, I p- played in the orchestra um, and pep band and marching band. And so very well versed in different styles <laughs> um, on the saxophone, which in turn um, kind of helped out a lot um, with my singing and my approach to you know, creating music, musically and vocally, because um, I had so many different places to pull from
0: fantastic so you know your classic thing change your you you sing you know all genres of music jazz is, is, is a, a favorite of yours as well and um you know it just you know there's not many people who play instruments and sing and then as well you've got a multi-octave voice can you explain to our audience what a multi-octave voice is
1: Sure, Um, that means that I can sing really low and I can sing really high too. (laughs) Um, you know I, I listen to a lot of different um, kinds of music I listen to a lot of what my parents listen to uh, some of it was 70s music uh, music. some was 80s and 90s music yeah. um, <laughs> um, and I think you know because they listened to um, so many different styles I learned so many different styles so that you know by the time an artist like uh, Mariah Carey came out or if I was just reaching back and listening to some older music and it was maybe you know mini ripper I noticed yeah I noticed at a very early age hmm I can keep up with that (laughs) for the most part I can do that too Um, so you know I just you know always kept that in mind and and really stayed focused on developing um, you know both the lower end and the higher end of my voice just to be able to really use my voice as an instrument and do a lot of different cool things with it
0: um you seem to be able to sing in many genres you seem to like many different styles jazz you know current stuff as you were saying you know the older stuff that you know um the you know people that the the last generation was listening to what is it for you about music what does it do for you um well you
1: know one because i grew up playing instruments um A lot of what I create is based on um, my upbringing and my earlier experiences in music all the way up through adulthood. Um, So whether I'm singing an R&B song, um, jazz or you know a ballad even, um, you know I I always make sure to incorporate live instrumentation Um, and then I think the other thing for me is just really you know singing from the heart and for me it doesn't necessarily mean that everything that I write and Sing about is necessarily Personal to me Mm -hmm. Um, You know everything isn't always based On a true story but it could be based on um, You know something That I know about someone else Or something else or something that's happening um, You know in the world Um, Just music That I you know want people to feel is genuine And also relatable Um, And again of course You know incorporates the different um, Musical instruments that Either I play or I'm just a huge fan of like the guitar for instance I, um, I always keep my fingernails very long <laughs> so I can't really play that one but I think it's a beautiful instrument so that's one that you know is a great example of what you might find that you know I don't necessarily play it but I love it so I make sure to include it <laughs>
0: And, you know, I, I think, you know, when I hear you talk about, you know, the, playing your, your instrument, your mum wanted you to play the flute, you wanted to play the saxophone, and you were quite, like, excited about, yeah, I want a bigger instrument. And um, how important do you feel it is for, for children to play, you know, um, instruments? You know, I think for me, um,
1: well, one, it kept me very busy. So it'll keep your kids out of trouble. (laughs) They won't have time to be very mischievous. Um, But you know what? I think it helped in so many ways. um, Because for me, you know, I was a kid who, you know, I'm the oldest of six and I had my siblings. The oldest of six. um, Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So you understand. Yes, I do. You know, the oldest of six and very much preoccupied with my family, um, but at the same time, a very shy kid. Um, You know, I I had my friends, but I was never the outspoken person who was getting in trouble in class because they were laughing or telling jokes. I I was very quiet and was taught to be very respectful Mm -hmm. and polite to everyone. Um, So, you know, in a sense, it kind of opened up um, a space for me to create new friendships because you know there was music as the commonality um, and then as I got older I think it, it certainly helped with math um, because they're so much in common believe it or not maybe not the most um, complex of you know math, um, mathematics but you know it, it's very much a math thing when you learn to read music and you learn to compose um, because you're dealing with steps and intervals Um So it keeps your brain very active, Um, and then it allowed me to be able to really create music that was original and authentic to me, because I understood music as a language. Um, You know, there's a lot of software and programs now that people have access to that that was not around, um, certainly not affordable when I was young, Um, and... You know, nowadays there are a lot of producers um, and songwriters who don't necessarily have the same music education because they have mastered uh, their software but um, I have <laughs> I have been in many studio sessions where you don't have any idea until you know it's time to start recording and that producer may have you know a number one hit song with a major artist and not necessarily know how to read music not even even know you know what key the song is in that they created even though what they created is amazing but you know the it it can it can get lost in translation if you're coming from a very formal music approach and they are not necessarily they're just you know being creative and Mm -hmm. and kind of throwing the paint splashes on the wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I mean um and that's really interesting that you bring up the, the music what would you say um Obviously, you know, you're a young woman and you've learnt music, you know, in a in a, in a classical way, you've you studied it at a very high level. What do you feel about music that is done in that abstract way where people don't know it? Do you think it um, takes from or do you think it's all part of the you know, where we are in the twenty first century where you've got, you know, skilled, trained um, musicians? um against people who have found a way to work with software do you you feel that the two can marry together and and live happily ever after or do you feel there is a bit of a divide
1: You know, I think we are definitely in an age of technology. So, you know, I I certainly don't hold that against anyone because I don't think that the generation of producers, musicians, songwriters, I don't think their intention is to even have a lazy approach. It's just that they, their culture is different. Um, So, you know, I think that the people that are not necessarily looking at music from a traditional perspective are, you know, I don't think that they are any less Qualified to do what they do Per se um, Especially because music has changed so much What what the listener is listening for Isn't necessarily so musically complex Um, So I think that there is a space For both But I do think that at least in my experience the best outcome is always when you can pull from both spaces Um, and sometimes it isn't me because it it may be that I'm collaborating with a producer who is one of those people who has really mastered pro tools or logic or reason or, or whatever else that they might have found works for them and they're not necessarily listening from a traditional perspective and then when you can interpret in your own way what they created without them even knowing so then you can add other things and open each other up to different ideas and different approaches of creating something and that i think is is a beautiful magic um that will always allow space for both people from both worlds to kind of come together and create something really nice
0: and that's you know it's great to hear you say that it's great to hear you say that the two can you know come together and um you know, create a new harmony um, of music, um, which, you know, people, you know, enjoy today. Um, And, you know, in saying that, what I'd like to do now is really introduce the audience to more of your music. And um, what I'd like to do before we play each track, I'd like you to just kind of tell us how... How each was born, how each song was you know was was born, and, and you know, what, what was be, what's behind the song, so i'm going to start off with um, sweet love okay, sure um,
1: that song uh, was produced by one of my good friends. Um, back in Sacramento Um, I'm from Michigan originally but I grew up in Sacramento Um, so a lot of my relationships um, with different artists and musicians and producers began there (laughs) Um, and so with that particular song I just wanted to for the music anyway I wanted something simple because I wanted to create a piece where um, my vocals could really stand out um, and stand on their own um, one of my favorite things to do when it comes to songwriting um, is music arrangement so if if you listen to one or ten of my songs you will probably notice um, they're very background heavy <laughs> but it's because that's that's my favorite thing to do um, when it comes to to creating um, so for that one um, we used a very simple concept for the track and I just kind of revisited a, a time and space in my life where I had been in a relationship for many years that I knew it was going nowhere, but you're kind of in the comfortable space where it's like, okay, should I try new things and and try to to revitalize the relationship? (laughs) Or is it a a point where we both know that this is going nowhere and we're on our our last leg here (laughs) together? So, you know, I wanted to take a concept that wasn't necessarily the most beautiful, but I think definitely a very a real thing for many people and still, you know, use the things that I enjoy, like the background arrangements um, to kind of create a, a really pretty composition um, while still, you know, touching on a subject matter that, you know, isn't necessarily the easiest thing for people to kind of come to terms with.
0: So what we're we going to do, um, Jessica, we are going to play Sweet Love. So listen for all the things that Jessica just told you and hear how beautiful it is. We have been playing it and um, I'm sure you will, you will love it. So enjoy. Let in your what
2: they I can really. You have I wasn't for a picture, picture. But oh, don't you know how much I miss you? Yeah?
0: for the of the audience and I'd like to um, this time look at too much what was going on behind the, um, the song there <laughs> Um, You know, for that song, um,
1: I had been in the studio um, for many days. A lot of what I do um, is for other people in addition to myself. So if I'm writing, uh, you know, producing, co-producing, arranging, um, you know, if I'm doing it for me, I'm doing it for other people as well. And that week in particular, um, there was a span of 48 hours that I had been awake (laughs) um, straight. (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) doubt. (laughs) probably just a few snacks that I had in the studio because I never left um and uh, there's there's a bright red wall there was at the time um, in the space that I was working out of and I loved it because it reminded me um, to be passionate and sometimes it gave me um, a source of energy to pull from when I had worked for very long periods of time like I had um, that particular week. Um, And at the same time, um, I felt somewhat um, not exhausted, but a little bit overwhelmed with the workload Because I had done so much work And when I write for other artists You know, I do complete what I start So I don't really Unless it's what's required of me I don't generally turn in just a, a rough idea um, Or just a top line I turn in a complete song And so that's sometimes what becomes so laborious Because I, I pay attention to every little detail um, And treat every song like it's my own um, So at that time I just was feeling a little tired tired um, and wanted to do something for myself Uh, Uh because it had been too too much for me that week to do as much as I have done Uh (laughs) and not not really you know have anything to call my own so that was the emotion that I pulled from Um, and the red cup thing you know I don't know about over there but over here (laughs) in the states the red cup is um, very infamous for um, you know being seen at picnics and in clubs and that's what you pour your liquor in
0: that's that's what you (laughs) drink out (laughs) of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um, you know I said well I have this red wall but I also have these red cups Um, and and I think it's a great space to start and, and that's where I started working from
0: wow that's that's um beautiful and we are going to play without any further ado too much by jessica jalea
1: real intention of releasing it Um, I I had been at a friend's studio that day and we were actually talking about the differences in approach to music from let's say 15 20 plus years ago and um, the music that is very uh, popular and trendy today Um, and we talked a lot about rhyme schemes simple melodies um, and and just focus on that rather than making these very complicated and strategically structured pieces that maybe you would have heard um you know some time ago um and I had also (laughs) spoken with a friend who was literally in limbo um you know and in a breakup situation that was it was semi-permanent I would say (laughs) (laughs) he he was thinking about you know I've tried this I've tried that and I don't I don't think that this is the right person for me I think we have you know kind of run our course and I think the best idea is to kind of move forward and he was you know asking for my advice and I'm never ever the person to say oh yeah you should break up with him or her because I don't want you coming back to me later saying see me in my life
0: (laughs) I don't blame you oh my god
1: (laughs) so I don't ever I don't give the advice of this is what you should do I just kind of say well you know if I were you, mm-hmm. and I had to put myself in your shoes, these are the things that I would think of. And, you know, he's been a longtime friend of mine, so he, you know, thanked me for my advice, and that was that, but when we finished the conversation I said you know I think this would be a good time to you know really try to create something that you know this newer generation of artists and producers um, you know really seem to gravitate towards Mm -hmm. because I listen to a lot of it myself and I think it's fun Um, and at the same time it gives me a space to still you know incorporate a message that's meaningful because sometimes when you sit by yourself you think you know maybe falling out of love is a better Idea than staying here and trying to make something work that that
0: should have ended think, a long course, time ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. we've all been there, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's and that's you know that's great. And and what I like is you know you're talking you know as your your friend is coming from a, a male perspective and it just shows that you know trying to look at a relationship and review it and see whether it's you know it's it's difficult for both parties, it's difficult for women, it's yeah. difficult for men. So yeah. Again we are going to play that for you if no without no further ado and it's called A Better Idea by Jessica Julia.
2: No, no. You're looking down, down on the ground, down on the ground, never me You yeah Look at me, look at me now, looking at you You're looking down, down on the ground, down on the ground
0: Again, Jessica, what I'd like you to do at this stage is can you can you share your details if anyone wants to contact you or they want to purchase your music? How can they get how can they get hold of your music? Sure. Um,
1: well, the first place to start just to get a bit of information about me, who I am, and what I do uh, would be my website, and that's JessicaJoliaMusic.com. Um, On social media my handles Are the same Um, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat Is just Jessica Jolia Uh, Facebook is Facebook.com Slash Jessica Jolia And I think that's Primarily what I use, there's a seems, there seems to be new apps that pop up <laughs> every other day, but what I try to do is, is stay consistent. So if you look me up on a platform that maybe you use, um, and I didn't mention just now, it would be under Jessica Jolia. Okay,
0: fantastic
1: as far as finding the music online um, it's generally available through all digital retailers so you have Apple Music um, Spotify um, and I also release a a good amount of my music on bandcamp.com and the reason being um, for that particular space is that I'm able to um, control the price point that I sell the music for and in doing so I'm able to donate a portion of the proceeds to my old
0: high school um, to the music program. That's that's amazing. That's wonderful. What a lovely yeah. thing to do. Um, and I'm sure it's well received. Um, do, do you go back to your your previous school? Do you go back and, and meet with the the, the the children there or? As well. You know
1: what I have not this year but I have many times in the past and um if my schedule allows I'm planning to go to the winter concert um they feature I went to a performing arts high school so they feature um several different groups um from different choirs to two different bands um and I like to just go by um my instructor, um, just recently retired, so they have a new um, teacher there now, um, but I still think that the value is certainly there for me to go um, and support the students, um, and then just be um, a resource and an outlet, um, and to be helpful in any way that I can, even if it's just as simple as donating to the the scholarship fund, because when I was a student there that was not something that existed. It's something that, um, the booster club has put together, um, and other people in the community have contributed to so that, you know, the students can have a little lighter load when it comes to, um, their, their secondary education, um, and their collegiate studies. So I think it's very important, you know, to take all that you have, all that, you know, and and give it back. Um, that's what keeps everything in life going. I believe, um, so yeah, so this this Christmas I hope to be there for the concert and, and get to see everyone again then.
0: I prompted you to write Want You.
1: Oh. Okay. Um you know, I had, that. that's actually a great story. So I stopped by um, to visit some friends. I was in town, because um, I live in Los Angeles now. Um, I've been here for a few years, but I was visiting some friends in Sacramento um, who are um, a production team that go by Rhythm Section Entertainment, and I genuinely was just stopping by to say hello, and I planned on going to visit my parents um, and call it a night, really, because it was already late in the evening and they were working on this really cool track and and i'm very very much known for this i will walk into anyone's studio and if i like something i will ask immediately is this does this belong to someone right, because i'll take it wow. <laughs> i will take it and that song actually was in the very early production stages um So I was able to um, kind of, you know, add my um, insight and perspective um, on the production side of things. And then I just asked if I could stay in their studio that night. And that's another time that I stayed up. Oh, uh, maybe 12 or 14 hours because I just had a really cool idea that I wanted to get out. And so, you know, I called my mom and dad because they were expecting me. And I said, I know I'm, I just got in town and I'm so sorry, but I went to go see Mike and Buddy and Chris and I'm not leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to, to make a song that... I felt like was right in the middle of, um, musically, the sounds that I loved listening to when I listened to to music in the nineties and early two thousands. Um, but also had the elements of um, the music that people again are listening to now in the clubs and, and the music that you hear on the radio yeah. um, so that you know I can you know always create music that relates to, to people from different walks of life um, And that one I you know when I started I didn't really have a subject matter in mind it kind of just unfolded as, um, as I began um, but when I got to the core Chorus. Um, I just knew that I wanted it to be simple and something that people would repeat because I know that's what really works well um, in music right now. And that was born and went on to be featured in a few commercials, and and I think to this day is probably one of my favorite songs, and, and probably more so
0: because I didn't plan on it. <laughs> it just it happened. It found you. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um wow. So I think um we should we should play that, shouldn't we? Jessica, do you sure. want to want to? Do you want to do the next announcement? For for want you. Sure, show? I
1: would yeah. love to. I would <laughs> love to. Hi everyone. This is Jessica yeah. Jolia and up next is Want You. Check it out. <laughs>
2: low, cause I don't wanna to see what you're doing, no, I always got the worst time in, in, and out of my life, never make up your mind, but tonight, I just want a little bite. But that's impossible Cause any second time my phone about to blow up You know who about to show up And I don't wanna own up So pour a little more in my cup Got my middle finger up,
0: another fantastic track and um, you know it's just it's so wonderful speaking to you and hearing you know how down to earth you are but also you know how talented in each of these tracks you know showcase what you can do in, in a studio and um, you know as we've talked about you know music is a very important part to you, a part of you and um I want to look at the next track sometimes what was going on behind Um, The song Sometimes
1: Um, I had not moved to Los Angeles yet When I started working on that song I was um visiting the area and staying with some friends because it was something moving to L.A. was something that I had projected doing for a while and I wanted to at least be somewhat acclimated um, with the area that I was looking at moving to before I did the big move Um, and so that particular day I was in the studio with um my friend um Mike Hart, um, who um is one of the members of Rhythm Section Entertainment. So we both grew up in Sacramento together and we both now um have moved to uh, Los Angeles and have been there for a few years. Um but that day we were um visiting and um at Patch Base Studios, which is in North Hollywood and um, We were with a friend who um, has produced for many artists um, like Ariana Grande, Megan Trainor, um, and a lot of other pop artists, and he graciously opened the studio space to us, um, opened it up to us just to to kind of create um, and get some ideas out. Um, And so Mike had started working on this idea, um, just a very simple Um, idea on the guitar and um, I told him I wanted to write something but I wasn't sure what I wanted to write about and so he said he looked at me and he says well I have this idea so I guess you better figure it out (laughs) (laughs) oh wow so it was um it was a very organic moment um and I, sometimes sometimes it is a very special song to me because it's one that genuinely came about organically. um I think I wrote the song in about fifteen minutes um and then we spent again probably 12 to 14 hours in the studio completing it because um you know once i had the idea i didn't want to lose the momentum and, and the emotion that i had behind it um that song I wrote um, it was very personal to me um, because I had gone through a very difficult breakup at the time. Um, and I don't think that I was in a space where I was really sad anymore um, about breaking up. I think it was the reality of everything being over that made me sad. It wasn't missing the person anymore. It was just knowing that I have to start over. Um, And kind of being okay with being sad about it because I've I've always been a person that you know tried to be strong and I think again that stems from being the oldest of um, six children and kind of being (laughs) the second mother to everybody you know you're, you're used to you know kind of holding everyone else's hand through everything and so it's not very often that I extend an opportunity to myself to really be extremely sad about anything but at that time you know I decided that it was okay to be sad. And I think, you know, it it was a very healing agent for me and, you know, for other people who've taken the time to listen and, um, you know, even reach out to me after doing so. A lot of people have said, um, you know, this was a really powerful song and I'm glad that, you know, you wrote it. I actually had a a gentleman send me a message on Instagram and say, You know, I am a very strong person, um, but I've been going through a lot in my life. And i listened to this because I think it just randomly popped up on his Pandora um, or Spotify that day. Uh And he said that he just sat in his car and he cried. But after he cried, he was done and he felt better. And I think... You know, that speaks to the space that I was in when I wrote the song because that's how I felt too.
0: (laughs) I cried and then I was done. (laughs) So Jessica, please announce sometimes we're gonna play that for the listening audience. This is (laughs) sure.
1: This is Jessica Jolia. And up next we have my song, Sometimes.
2: Nothing better than being here with you Cause misery loves company too Say hello to heartache for a little while Winter, spring, summer fall apart each time the seasons change Trying hard to bridge the gap between us And you smile
0: lovely thank you jessica um we just played sometimes which was you know coming from a different space but i want to talk to you i want you to talk us through noise what was behind the thinking of noise
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um noise
1: Well, wow. <laughs> that was a song um that i wanted to be sure to kind of showcase um, a lot of different sides and facets to me um, as a musician and songwriter but as a person too Um, I very very rarely (laughs) write songs that are braggadocious and I'm definitely not that sort of person so (laughs) I don't walk around saying oh I'm so great at this or you know that's really not my attitude Um, however Some of the songs that I listen to um, New and old Mm -hmm. Come um, from that space And I think it's great to have You know, that music um, Alive and well Because we all At some point or another Listen to music to be motivated To do something (laughs) Whether, you know Whether it's a new adventure Or closing a chapter Mm -hmm. Or taking a risk Um and so for me, you know, I, I wanted to, um, you know, write something that was a little more boastful and showed, um, you know, me as a lyricist, uh, me as an arranger um, and was a bit edgier than mm-hmm. some of the other music that I released because I really at that time wasn't sure if people even knew that I could do it, um, you know, growing up. Uh, I listen to a lot of Tupac, oh, yes. <laughs> and I think that's that's probably surprising to a lot of people who haven't known me for a long time. But I loved his music um, for the most part. There's there's probably a few songs, as with any artist, that um, you know were not necessarily you know in my top ten. But the music of his that I liked, um, I really loved. That he talked about things, you know But he did it in a very clever way Um, he spoke to things Um, socially He spoke to things, um, just as a person Um, he did music That was just deliberately Commercial, um But it all, you know, felt good And and even he at the time Whether it was, um, you know, original music Or music that was sampled He used a lot of, um, you know A lot of different musical instruments In his music um, and songs as well Um, So, you know, for me to have an opportunity To do more of a hip-hop song With R&B influences um, Instead of the other way around It was cool, it was fun for me um, And it was really fun to see, you know other people's response yeah. because like I said everything that I had released before was it was so different, so much more singer songwriter than, you know, bold and making a statement about, you know, who I am and where I come from and what I want people to know about me. You know. Um, so yeah, that was my approach. Um And I definitely, you know, like I said, Tupac and other people that I listened to um, influenced um, the different cadences that I used or just even the attitude and approach. Um, But it was fun because I got to marry two different worlds musically that I live in um, for something that I could really be proud of, for sure.
0: And that's that's lovely. And uh, of course, we are going to um, play this track and Jessica is going to announce it. All right, guys, up next, we have my
1: little bit of braggadocious song, <laughs> Noise. Check it out.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, I got a little too confident for you, for you, didn't I? I yeah. like it when I throw up the west side, you're saying it when I pull up the rock right
3: now. That baby banging like a beat in your heart, I know
2: you
0: taking it, honey. Huh?
2: I hit that trigger, 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 yeah. I'm your trigger, trigger, trigger. So go ahead and make some noise for me, make some noise for me. Ooh, 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 yeah. Go ahead and make some noise for me, make some noise for me, for me, for me. You step out, I for me, for me. Now you just stay locked the gun for me. Me, but don't be hidden Make some noise, do me, hidden Ooh, ooh, ooh Back, You step back I don't I'm feeling I'ma stay me to me I'ma stay mean to me Cause this ain't just for me In the real view, two hands on the wheel Never let them see ya Don't make them tell ya I hit that trigger, trigger, trigger Yeah, I said it and I'm hoping that they don't forget it So run ahead and make some noise for me Make some noise for me Ooh, Yeah, ahead and make some noise for me Make some noise for me For me,
0: for me you is Awesome! Awesome! Um, thank you, Jessica. And as you're hearing, um, people, you know, as we, as Jessica has been talking about, you know, her style. You know, she she can cover so many different genres. And um, it's wonderful to, to hear her, you know, come from a, a hip hop, you know, stand and, um, you know, share her um, motivational moment um, with us. And um, we are now going to look at Good Stuff. That's another track by Jessica. Jessica, tell us about Good Stuff. What's, what's, what's behind Good Stuff?
1: Uh, when I first heard the track for Good Stuff, I was on tour at the time. Um, I was singing with Eric Benet and um, his music director, uh, John Rich, um, was playing a lot of music that he had worked on um, that had not been allocated to anyone yet. So (laughs) that was my golden opportunity to say, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Can I have this? Can we do this with that? Um, and he graciously extended the opportunity to me and said, you know, if you hear an idea, go for it. Um, you know, and let me know, you know, when you're done, uh, if you need anything, but otherwise, you know, here you go, go for it. And he's from Memphis. And I love the Memphis soul sound. Mm -hmm. Um, so much Um, and I wanted to capture a soulful sound and also pull from um, where I come from, I'm from you know Michigan originally, um, the Detroit area. So I wanted to you know draw from Motown influences, mm-hmm. um, and so the background arrangement for that song is is, is very heavily stacked with different moving parts. Um, I think Marvin Gaye was a big inspiration for me um, mm-hmm. when I decided how to arrange the music, um, and then for the overall idea. Um, I wanted to do something different Than what I had recently written At the time Um, You know, my music is very uh, Very much genuinely from the heart For me, and so a lot of it touches um, The subject matter of love And at the time I had written um, You know, sadder songs Or songs that Maybe were not necessarily sad But more melancholy And I wanted to write something fresh Um, So I, you know in in the midst of, you know, listening to the music that, you know, I mentioned either the the music from Memphis or the music that was really, you know, big and out of the Motown era, um, I was able to put something together that I felt incorporated um, those traditional um, sounds stylistically, um, but then also, you know, approach the the writing style um, from a very um, new generation standpoint. Um, with fun, playful cadences and you know simple lyrics, nothing that you know anyone would need a dictionary for. Because <laughs> I know sometimes you know as a creative person you go really deep and then you listen afterwards and it's like you know I don't know if they know what that word means. Uh-huh. That might not be the lyric for the song, even though that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you might need to simplify it, you know, so that it's more universal. So, yeah. you know, that was my intention. I just wanted a fun. Um, you know Light hearted mm-hmm. um, Song With an approach That incorporated um, You know The soulful And R&B elements Of the music That you know I grew up listening to
0: beautiful And I definitely feel We should Yeah We should play that Track right now So um, Yeah Jessica Yeah Do you want to go ahead Or to To announce Sure <laughs> Yes.
1: Up next is Good Stuff featuring my good friend, Jay Ali. Check it out. You got that little something
2: that I, that I never knew I needed. Ooh, baby. And the way you make me feel is so unreal. Still, I'm thinking about you daily. And me. that good good he from that hood hood her locomotive riding doing what it could could no effort will go unnoticed i recite her lecture respect class to keep it texture You'd be so lucky if she let ya High performance language lane switching through Tribeca Ice to wrist in neck. spotted in that upper echelon club Reckless, sexist, another word for that exit What once was elusive is now so exclusive Got turned on to that new swire hey, A-Day girl you get wine, two tulips Red bottom off to this Big boat, no cruise ship those slips, won't keep it and you knew it, but you blew it. So I slid in. I'm talking about the DM, but every single PM. Glad you realized you didn't need them. Purple skies, close your eyes, baby, breathe in. Uh. Ooh, you got that good stuff, and I need it. Oh yeah. mm, baby. Oh.
0: We are interviewing a phenomenal artist, um, Jessica Julia, Um And we are going for, we are playing some of her top singles. And um, we've got something more for you. Um, so Jessica, tell us about something more. Something more. Um, <laughs> it
1: was something also that was not planned. Um, I was in the studio um, with... Again, my friends, Rhythm Section Entertainment I've worked with them the longest So that's why they're mentioned so often Um, We have a great uh, Dynamic and working relationship But they were working on a project For a jazz artist uh, By the name of Lynn Roundtree and um, Lynn is from Detroit, like me. So we have that um, commonality and uh, a lot of similar influences when it comes to you know creating and composing. And he had an album that was finished um, except the final song. And he had a few that he had already completed, but he wanted to have an opportunity to possibly include something else that hadn't been finished yet. And so... Uh, my friends at Rhythm Section produced a track for him, and I remember them calling me saying, "Hey, um, Lynn is you know finishing his album. He wants to know if you'd be interested in doing a vocal song um, because you know, as I mentioned, he's a jazz artist and he has never or had never up to that point released um, a vocal track. Everything mm-hmm. was completely instrumental. And I said, "Oh, sure, I would be honored, um, you know, to be the first vocal track." um you know let me know what you need for me and let me know the time frame i had 2 days wow <laughs> Not much <laughs> Not time. <laughs> Not much mm-hmm. time. I said, wow, okay, well, let me, you know, take a look at my calendar and see if it's doable because I definitely, you know, want to have the time to sit with it and make sure um, that I have addressed, you know, every detail that I can because I want it to be great. You know, I don't want to be known as the girl that did the first vocal track that nobody liked. Ah, Lynn <laughs> 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 so, um, i I spend a lot of time in the studio um, and my my approach to songwriting it, it varies because it depends on if I have you know a specific theme in mind <laughs> or you know if. I want to, you know, focus on the music production first and see what the music inspires out of me. Um, and with that one, I, I started with the chorus because I wanted it to be something, um, that again would showcase, um, my background arrangements. um, but also something that was simple that people would remember and something that they could easily sing along um, with and to. Um, and that song, again, it's it's about love. Um, and it's similar in theme to a better idea um, to a degree because in, in the song, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to the realization, you know, that, you know, the relationship is not working out. But in this particular song, you know, I'm, I'm basically in a space where I'm saying, yeah, I know that this has to come to an end. Um, but it's not because you've done anything bad at all. It's it's not that you are not necessarily doing and saying the things um, you know that would be expected of you in a relationship, but it's how I feel, and I feel like I need more than this for whatever the reason might be, um, which is a hard pill to swallow for many people. I remember playing the song for my dad for the first time, and his expression was priceless because at the beginning of the song he's listening, and and you know I could see that he appreciates it. Yes. and as soon as I say I just want to feel something more. He kind of frowned instantly, and then he paused the song, and he looked at me, and he said, you know, I don't know if I like this song. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, you know, I'm laughing, and it's my dad, and, you know, he's always my biggest supporter, whether... You know, every song is his favorite or not mm-hmm. But I said, really, why don't you think That you like it? And he says, well, you're saying That the person is doing the right things And it's not enough for you And I just don't know if I like it I don't know if I could take somebody saying that <laughs> <laughs> oh I said, Well, you know the, I understand that's a part of life, though You know, if, yes. if you're a mature person um, And you want to handle You know, another person in a relationship In a mature." manner you know you would take the time to say you know it's not you it's, it's really not you and it's not me in the sense of you know I've already ventured off and, and I'm now entertaining other people and other ideas it's just I have realized that the longer I stay here the more unhappy I will become mm-hmm. because this is not what I need and you deserve what you need just like I deserve what I need so sorry thank you for being great um but go be great with somebody (laughs) else I appreciate it so
0: it's positive if you look at it it's always about the perspective isn't it
1: Absolutely, absolutely, you know, and it's you know, like I said, my dad, he didn't really care for the lyrics so much. But <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too because my parents had been married um going on 36 years in a couple weeks it'll be 36 years wow. for them. <laughs> so it's like you know you you guys got married right Congratulations school, so to you can't, them. oh yes thank you I will pass that message along. Yeah. um but you know I, I just I laugh because it's like I can't imagine that you even understand that sentiment because you and mom have been happy together for a very long time <laughs> yeah, so but speaking, I guess, oh my god yeah yeah I guess it's just the idea of, of loving someone you know and then you know maybe being caught off
0: guard by them saying yeah you yeah, know 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 this this isn't it for me (laughs) yeah yeah and you know it does happen and um i think it's it's important to have these conversations and it's it's great that you've you know you've put that in a song for people to think about because on that note we are going to play something more for you um jessica Alrighty, up
1: next we have something more and i hope that you get something more from it yeah
0: Okay, and um, I'm sure you got something more from that. But we have more Still to come. Jessica, we are going to look at Still. What was the thinking behind Still? How did you give birth to this song? And tell us, yeah, tell us all about it.
1: Um, Still was uh, (laughs) me, writing a christmas song because my mom had asked me to do a christmas song for years (laughs) and you know I, i never was really sure how i wanted to approach it um because i think there's some songs that at this point are overdone um and at the same time i think that there's a challenge in writing holiday music um because, you know, you, if you're writing an original holiday song, you want it to be something that can last, you know, long after your career, long after your life. <laughs> um, so I was careful about, you know, not starting anything, um, prematurely, even though I know my mom wanted me to do, I mean, she truly, she wants me to do a Christmas album to this day and maybe I will at some point. Um, but she had asked for long enough. So I said, okay, let me think about, um, the space that I'm in and figure out, you know, what will work, you know, what will be Christmassy, but will be a good representation of me. Um, and also have a message, um, um, so I use a very simple um, co- concept on the piano and, um, you know, I feel like a, a big part of my artistry and, and one of my strong suits is, you know, finding ways, um, you know, melodies and, and arrangements that sound, you know, very pretty Um until the listener actually can catch along um, to the lyrics and to the <laughs> content. Um, you know, so I have a, I guess I found a nice way to say difficult things <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in my music. Um, and so this was a just a very reflective piece. Um, you know, again, speaking to love and, you know, I would imagine in someone's life, this song would, you know, touch on a point where, um, you've moved on from a relationship um, but the holidays tend to um, you know, remind us of you know, different periods in time um, that may have been happier moments that we may have shared with people who are not present in our lives anymore um whether because the relationship has ended or because people have passed on or you know any number of reasons you know you're thinking about people who were once there and are not there anymore um and so i wanted to capture that song um in a holiday um sort of way because i know there are a lot of people um that are not necessarily so excited about the holidays, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and all of these holidays that come at the end of the year mm-hmm. are are very overly commercialized and so, you know, what's thrown at us most of the time is just being happy and buying gifts and shopping mm-hmm. you know, sharing good warm meals, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily addressing the people who maybe don't have big families to spend time with um, you know, may have gone through breakups or divorce or lost um, one or more people that they care about. Um, You know, I wanted to create something for those people to listen to um, and hopefully, you know, serve as, as a way of, of kind of dealing with and healing, um, you know, whatever it could be that, you know, they're, they're going through you know during the holidays and when everyone is expected to be so full of joy um you know and when their reality may be something completely different
0: so we are going to place the last track on our list today and from jessica which is still and um here we go mm-hmm. Thank you. We played your songs and they're all, you know, really wonderful songs. And thank you so so much. What I'd like you to do before we continue is just again leave your details of how people can contact you or how people can find your your work.
1: Sure. Um, you can visit my website at jessicazoleusic.com. Um, On all of my socials, my handle is the same, so Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, that's all at Jessica Jolia. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash Jessica Jolia. And all of my music is available on um, most digital retailers. So you can check it out on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Pandora, um, as
0: well as Deezer and Sirius. <clears throat> Wonderful. Thank you so much. And if you're, if you just tuned in, I mean, Marnie Speaks speaking to Jessica Jolien, um, a very talented artist who's here on the line with us. And Jessica, you know, I'm so honoured to have you on. Can you tell me, I mean, tell people what time it is where you are? Uh, you know, right now it is four fifty-one a.m. I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so awful. Feel, oh my god, and you, I mean, I tell you what, you sound so bright and breezy, and you know, um, wide awake. I, I, you know, wouldn't have, you wouldn't think that you were speaking. We've been speaking since um, three thirty. What was it three thirty this morning? So yeah, just about. I really appreciate, you know, and certainly we're getting to see your work ethics and this is why you're so, you know, so excellent at what you do and and so successful at what you do. And um, what I'd like you to do, just really talk about, I know you've collaborated with so many people, um, would you like to talk about some of those collaborations?
1: Sure Um You know I have uh, Performed with And toured with And collaborated with Um So many different artists Um And again Which I'm so grateful for Um But But artists That come from Different walks of life Um And Certainly play And sing Different genres of music Um I've Toured with Lyle Lovett Um As a part of Uh The gospel choir Um I've toured with Johnny Gill, Eric Bonet, and then I've also toured and performed with, um, you know, Rita Ora and Megan Trainer and Iggy Azalea, uh, The Chainsmokers. Um, let's see, uh, Bryce Vine, a lot of um, the newer, you know, generation artists, um, as well as um, you know, some of those from a few decades ago, um, and I'm very grateful for it, um, because it, it, that certainly keeps me on my toes because you, you have to be able to adjust, you know, every stage you walk onto is, it, it, it has different expectations, um, that you are required to meet, um, so, you know, I've appreciated, um, those experiences, um, you know, not only in the live setting, but also, um, translating, um, all of that into studio work you know whether I'm working with those artists or creating something for myself um you know it's it's nice To have different places To pull from Whether it's different places musically Or, you know, remembering An emotion when, you know I toured with Lyle Lovett um, Singing, you know The the lead songs in the gospel choir Or, you know, singing with Johnny Gill um, You know, doing all of those Those classic songs That everyone loves still to this day Um, You know, or, or, uh, you know Anyone else really Um, You know, I've, I've been blessed to really be able to sing um, so many different styles of music and work with people who were not only gifted and talented um, but really cared about you know the people that were there um, to work with them <laughs> to support them um, or even you know to collaborate um, you know and communicate ideas um, you know to, to create something you know magical together um, so yeah I, I'm, I'm very blessed, very grateful, and I am um, very mindful of of all of the experiences that I have, and I I make a point in translating all of that, um, you know, translating and transforming my music some way, um, you know, based on everything that I've been able to do.
0: Wow, that's fantastic, and you know, some of these names that you've mentioned, it's like it's like a who's who, isn't it? It's like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, one, it's, it's wonderful. And I can imagine that, you know, it, it must have been a great experience on both sides, you know, from from their point and, and for yours as well. And um, what I want to ask you is, if we were able to get hold of your musical device and, you know, press play, who would we hear on your... On, who would we hear playing?
1: You know... If he took my phone in this exact moment, you might think, wow, she is really obsessed with this person right now. And it's funny because generally I have such a, a diverse set of music that I listen to. Like I one day I could listen to, you know, Tupac and Heavy D and, um, you know, Bobby Brown um <laughs> You know, new edition, like huh. you know, Baby Face, on and on and on. Uh-huh. This, shaka Khan, Stevie Wonder. I could be in that space. You know, I could listen to the newer artists. Um, I like really like uh LMA. Um, I listen to Adele, I listen to uh Chris Brown, Rihanna, Beyonce. I, I, I have um, a very diversified playlist in my phone, I would say however, if you look today, Yay. all you would see is Whitney Houston Whitney Houston Whitney Houston, wow. Houston. and um, it's really been for whatever reason I you know I, I'm still not entirely sure I, I certainly grew up listening to her music um, because my dad was a really big fan of hers um, and I understand why um, I, I loved her music then and as an adult revisiting. The music that she sang um, I understand what it was that he and so many other people appreciated about her um, as an artist and as a singer Um, but recently for me um, I've really been listening to a lot of her interviews I I went back as far as I could so I think at this point I've seen interviews that she's done um, all the way back in 1987 um, up until you know two 2011, 2012, I believe, is when she passed. Um, so I've, I've watched a lot of it. Um, and I watched it for two reasons I wanted to really study her Approach um, in her performance um, I always Remembered even as a little girl When I would watch her interviews I remembered how articulate she was And how she was really able To express you know Her thoughts on any given subject Matter but still You know was very charming and um, You know very down to earth she, she always as intelligent As she sounded she always still was able to make you feel like she was just the girl next door um with this huge, huge voice inside of her, um, so um, watching the interviews and then coupling that with um, you know the different live performances because now on Spotify and so many other um, you know places you can stream this instead of you know having to dig it up online or for me ask my parents if they have any old you know VHS tapes <laughs> that
3: I can watch
1: um, you know and it's it's for me I'm very big on you know studying and growing in your craft um and you know i know that people that you know someone like a whitney houston like a michael jackson like a prince you know they did a lot for a lot of people in a very short amount of time they all seem to you know have have passed on prematurely you know i would say um you know and as a result you know probably largely in part to you know trying to deal and cope with um fame in people um you know trying to balance between this personality that I have become and am expected to live up to um and then the person who I really am inside (laughs) you know trying to walk that fine balance you know not necessarily striving to be a people pleaser, but at the same token, I think at some point when you reach a certain level of celebrity status, um, you are expected to be the person that you know, whether you or your label or the the you know um, the combination of the two have created. You're expected to be that person, which is fine um, until and unless and until you realize that actually isn't me at all. You yeah, know, awesome. um, and. F- For her, I think, you know, she, she, I'm sure she will go down in history as one of the biggest voices, period, because I like to think you know now people say she is one of the or the biggest voice of our time but she made timeless music um you know so i i can't imagine that 20 30 40 even 100 years from now anyone visiting uh revisiting her music thinking anything differently um she had a an an amazing gift um you know and like I said not just in in the singing but in her communication mm-hmm. um, and so there's things about her that you know I feel resonate with me um, as far as her care about what she did her care for people um, and you know her thoughtfulness when it comes to you know, you know interviewing and answering questions um, you know like I said, she was very articulate, and you could tell that she cared about um, everything that she did, um, and maybe even to her de- demise, unfortunately, mm-hmm. caring about certain things more than she really needed to. At the end of the day, um, but yeah, if you if you look at my phone, <laughs> you'll see my Spotify and my YouTube, and probably my Google searches. That it's just Whitney Houston interviews, and it's like, what is she doing? And I'm like, you know, I'm just studying. Just just consider it like a college
0: class. Uh-huh. <laughs> (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, thank you for answering that question so eloquently and talking about another great, you know, um, voice, um, Whitney Houston. So, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. And um, great, great answer. Um, What I'd like to do is ask you, um, Jessica, what does the future hold for you? What's your, if we were to fast forward into the future, the next five years or so, What's your plans? Where, 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 is, where, where can we find Jessica in the future?
1: Um, you know, this week I am performing my first... Um, show that is promoted by um a major fm radio station um it's something that i've been working towards um for a while and something that um may have taken a little longer than others because i'm an independent artist um so i don't have um a major label budget um major label connections, (laughs) um, or anything of that nature i have you know good relationships and good rapport with the people that I've worked with um, over the years and now a lot of things are coming into fruition for me so um, you know five years from now I would imagine that I have at least put out two albums um, and have done some world tours Um, I'm interested in acting as well Um, I, I haven't done any as an adult I used to do commercials um, when I was a kid, but I shifted gears early on into music and really gave that 100% of my energy. But it's still something that kind of taps me on the shoulder every now and can and reminds <laughs> me that I want to you know, go back into that space. Um, so yeah, I would imagine that and, and hopefully... Um, you know, either as a result of music or acting or both, um, having been able to travel to different places in the world, um, not just uh, for selfish purposes and seeing all these beautiful places that I have on my list.
0: But also, I hope the UK is one of you know, those places.
1: Also, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. Absolutely. Um, but also, you know, travi- traveling to places that, um, you know, are not necessarily known for being <laughs> So beautiful, maybe um, they're you know impoverished. Um, you know, being able to go visit people and and hopefully um, you know uplift them in in some way, shape, or form through my art and artistry. That's um, something that is important to me. Um, you know, I think you know all creative people, um, and not just creatives, but since we're speaking on that, I think all creative people are you know blessed um, with something um, that's bigger than them. So. I I think it's my responsibility to use you know things that I have no control over having been given um, to help other people and I you know music like I said before it's it's a, it's universal language and so um, you know it, it's very powerful and um, it has the ability to help people in and, and help you know get through difficult days difficult years um, or, you know, on the flip side of that, encourage people to continue to do what they're doing. Um, you know, I want to be able to be remembered for a person who, you know, used my gifts to help mm. people. So hopefully I get to see these beautiful places that are mapped out in my mind already, but also mm. um, have, you know, the ability to travel to those places where there are people who may be less fortunate and, you know, offer um, some encouragement.
0: Oh, that's beautiful, and, and, you know, it's so wonderful that you you are aware of that, you're aware of, you know, your gift, your talent, what you have, you know, to, to share it with others, you know, is definitely uh, a wonderful thing to do, and... It, opened up you know it opens them up to their gifts and you know what they can do as well so i really love to hear that and um definitely it sounds great you acting and two albums and that's wonderful and um you know jessica you are such a positive person just speaking to you today and you know such a giving caring person and i just want to just get behind you know What what motivates you? What moves you? You know, you talk about, you know, people that have inspired you and your family. Um, What sort of things, what keeps you going? What keeps you, you know, you're a young woman and you've done so much. So can we just hear the wisdom behind Jessica?
1: Well, you know, um, I would say there's a part of me. um, When I was a young girl, um, my grandmother... um, she comes she comes from a big family um, 13 siblings and they all um, used to sing gospel music together and she noticed at an early age that you know I was um, you know a musical child as well and she always encouraged me um, and pushed me um, to do things that even I didn't want to do um, you know not because I didn't care to but because I was a really quiet and shy kid. Um, she would put me on these big platforms. And um, I remember um, her uh, reaching out to um, uh, the, the people that facilitate the singing of the national anthem um, for the Sacramento Kings. And I was really young. Um, and she said, "I know you can do it. I know you can do this." And and I was very scared, very nervous um, because I had never sung in front of that many people before. I knew it was going to be televised, um, but she was there, you know, to hold my hand every step of the way. And um, you know, that's a moment that I will always remember. Um, she passed away. Um, In 2002, um, unexpectedly, Um, and so there's a part of me that you know remembers what she saw in me, and you know that she believed in me. And so there's even as an adult, there's a part of me that um, you know does a lot of what I do to make her proud because she is the reason why you know I really stuck with music, um, you know. And again, not because I ever doubted um, you know the gift or the ability, but I was very shy and not uh, very outspoken. So being in front of a lot of people was very nerve wracking for me when it came to singing because I always wanted to do a great job. You know, I very much grew up, um, you know, studying my music and being a perfectionist and the idea of, you know, you know, shaking because I was afraid or, you know, not, you know, necessarily making the the best choice vocally um, because of the fear of being in front of so many people. Um, was something that you know I dealt with um, but she like I said she helped me through it and so she um, when I think about her now she reminds me that when things come up that are challenging um or even just new um you know that i have the ability to push through um and it keeps me focused on what it is that i need to do um rather than whatever obstacles could potentially be in the way um and then outside of her um you know i think that there are a lot of younger people uh who look up to me now um because I have chosen um, a different path. I, the first opportunity that I had to sign a record deal, um, I was 16 um, and my my dad didn't really think that I was prepared. Um, and I don't know that I was, happy or sad about the decision I think I was probably more indifferent because you know on one hand I was excited to have the opportunity but on the other hand you know again all these um new things were a bit scary to me to think about you know being on the road and being cold out of school and you know having to become an adult and grow up very quickly there was a part of me that wanted to you know enjoy a normal child. Um, you know so looking back now you know I know that it was a good choice and then as I continued to grow and mature as a person and in my music you know I just decided to continue um, as an independent artist until the right opportunity presented itself because now you know and not that it wasn't before but I just to me it seems now more than ever uh, music is, is so commercialized and it seems to shift, um, you know, further and further away from the, the roots, you know, of music. Um, and so now, you know, these conversations with labels are different. It's not about your talent um and and artist development it's now become you know how many followers do you have on instagram (laughs) because if you have a million followers you know we can make something out of you because your influence is strong enough to get people to buy it whether it's good or not um and you know and i'm not speaking to anyone um you know specifically it's just the reality now so for me um Me being true to myself As a person, as an artist Um, you know, continuing to put out Music that means something to me And that I hope, you know, will be Um, positively Um, impactful to other people Is a choice It's a difficult choice because, you know It's more difficult when you Don't have a label behind you to Make sure that your radio Is, you know, in rotation In syndication Mm -hmm. Um because they have the finances to do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's very rewarding because, you know, I can feel good about everything that I do instead of, you know, walking away from something with regret, yeah. um, you know, because it's it's always authentically me. Um, and I think that the people that listen to me now, uh, whether they know me, Personally, or just know of me, I think that everyone can appreciate that I have made that choice deliberately to be very authentic to myself um, and wait for an opportunity um, if that opportunity is necessary, you know, to... To join forces with the label, because at that point, they would just be financially supporting um, the person that I've already become, yes. you know, not taking me in and transforming me into someone else that I, at some point, may not be able to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that that's what I think, um, you know, is important about me i think it's what people take away from me um and i think that's a big part of the reason people listen to what i
0: do um because it's very authentic that's beautiful thank you so much for, for, for that and I do think you know authenticity is so important like you said you know if you do something you regret you live with that for the rest of your life you know but when you're yes. when you're being true to yourself you know you, you're you being true to yourself so you're happy and um, someone the label taking you on is going to keep that you know authenticity going so um, I love that message that you're giving to people you know stay authentic stay true to who you are absolutely and you know it's great to hear that you have you had a wonderful uh, grandmother who um, you know saw your gift and um, nurtured it and here we are you know enjoying and celebrating you know the result of that so um Yes. Yeah, so, um, Jessica, thank you so so much. I don't know if you've got any um, a few last few last words you might want to say, or if you would like to just mention again how people can find your music.
1: Sure, well, you know, I just I would love to thank you again um, For having me, it's it's really Been a pleasure um, speaking With you and, and having an opportunity To share a little bit about myself With all of your listeners um, And yeah, I mean I would say for sure to everyone To just continue to stay tuned um, I am, um, you know, currently Releasing single after single After single, <laughs> so there's always Music um, for you to keep an eye and ear out for um, and in the meantime um yes check out my website JessicaJoliaMusic.com. Um, all of my social handles are the same at Jolia, and um, my music is available on all uh, digital platforms
0: Jessica thank you so much and you know I'm like I said so honored to have you at this very early time in the morning and you know I I'm so happy with your success so far and the success that you're moving towards and wish you every success for the for the future and um, it was amazing having you on and sharing your insights, sharing your work and sharing your wisdom with us and um, uh, I wish you I wish you the very, very best. And, um, yeah, I'll we'll definitely be playing your music and keeping up with your music. And um, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Same here. Thank you.